Hello and welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And today we have a guest. We do. We have, we have a sensei, James Hatch, resident of Tokyo, Japan, who's kindly offered to come on with us and yes. talk talk all things martial arts. We go off in some crazy tangents talking about different things. So we will, we'll, we'll, we'll chuck in the audio now. And uh, you can listen to the three of us have a about an hour and a half long chat, and then we'll come back and send you off afterwards. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hello, James. How are you? Hello. Hello. Um, pretty good, I guess. Oh, good. Well, joined by um, James Hatch and Greg. And me. I'm here. <laughs> and and you all on Skype this morning. Yeah. And uh, it's very the nice first, to meet the you. First James. podcast where I'm recording from my sofa. <laughs> and and outside of outside of uk too no yeah 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 first international podcast there you go (laughs) international podcast so it's really nice to have you on james thank you so much for coming on to chat to us and uh and it was good of you to get in touch and um tell us a little bit about you about your martial history and uh what took you to tokyo yeah so actually i've come twice i've been in japan twice um i came to karate a different path than most people i think i came to karate through rugby and I think I shared this with you before the idea was stop getting in fights actually (laughs) Um, so it was actually the opposite reason because my background my dad had taught was a boxer and taught me how to box and so initially when I seen the whole karate thing I thought "Ah, that's a bit silly and then over the years I I, anyway I ended up coming back to Chitoru uh, which we'll talk a little bit I guess later and then yeah about 20 seven 28 years of age i decided oh i'd like to maybe go to japan why not that's where karate's from i could count to 10 and uh yeah then i arrived in tokyo and realized oh my god they all speak japanese and then soon afterwards i found out that uh, karate wasn't used by samurai that wasn't really from uh japan and that was two really really good years uh that was years where I, I learned how the Japanese would approach karate. It's quite different than I'd learned in Canada, which is where I started under Higashi Sensei. Um, and that kind of led me into competitions. So I enjoyed that. did that for a couple of years. Went back to Canada, made, met, met a wife. Well, I didn't meet a wife. I met a woman who became my wife. Let's clarify that. That's very important to make sure you get that there. Um, and then we went back to Canada. I finished up my competing there. And then, yeah, then I, I kind of, in somewhere in there, I kind of, I started asking the questions that I think most people who are genuinely interested in karate start asking, like, why do I not see the kata in kumite? And let's be honest, I mean, Sports kumite, and I, I, I enjoy it. I see it for what it is, and hopefully this won't get anybody too angry. But it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You, you hit somebody once, or you, you don't even hit them. You tag them once, yeah. and yeah. everything stops. So, I mean, coming from a boxing background, I always thought that was quite silly. Yeah. Lovely. I, I liked winning medals. It was lovely. I enjoyed that. Um, it's great for it's great for your, your self-discipline. But I couldn't see the connection. And so that's when I... Approached my wife, Sonoko, and I said, I think I want to come back and explore this whole karate thing. And somewhere in there, 
I ran across the Bubishi by the ed- the uh, translated version by Pat McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And that's from mid-1800s. And that was like a light going off in my head. Particularly the section where you see the the the, the self-defense, two-person drills. And I was like, yeah. oh, all the stuff I sort of had thought about karate maybe was in there. Uh, and so that brought me back to Japan. Again, I went back to Kumamoto, which is in the south, which is Hombu, the, the Chitoru. Uh, is is Okinawa, but it's centered in in the Hombu. And um, yeah, along the way, a couple of I did some judo. I think I shared that with you too, because I I always as a rugby player it made sense to throw people on the ground. I mean that makes sense yeah. in yeah, self defense yeah. situation. It makes lots of sense. And to and know then, how to be able to fall without getting hurt. Cause yeah, that's rough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and again, if you look at if you're coming from a rugby background and you're looking at a lot of the rituals, and maybe we'll get into this later, it depends, I suppose, where we go. A lot of the rituals around karate are very strange. I mean, you know, you don't walk into a, a rugby place and adore the founder of rugby. You just don't do that. You yeah. don't have ranks if you're, you know, if you play for England, you just you don't get your, you know, rukadan or nanadan or whatever we have. To. So these are all there's all these interesting rituals and these great myths and stuff I needed to figure out and I wanted to figure out, yeah, okay, so what's the difference between samurai and bushi? That was my initial story. I never figured that out until about six, seven years ago. Because now there's the internet and there's all these books. It's really available if you're interested. The people are there. You can make the right connections and you can get talking to the people who genuinely have done the research. Yeah. And Greg, we were talking about this. I mean, you can get anybody who's got an opinion because my sensei said and my sensei said, yeah, that's great, but where's the historical relevance to that? Yeah, where's the yeah. um, But now there's such a great, there's a plethora of really solid people doing research on it. And uh, there's some squeaky bum questions, conversations being had, which I think are good. Yeah, It's time karate started to grow up, and I'd like to see it t- be take, taken you, as a discipline. What do you mean, James? What do you mean? Which I squeaky grow- bum questions? Did my sensei know all the katas he or she, which usually he, let's be honest, he passed on. Uh, the claims he made about his karate heritage or his lineage, are they accurate? Are they true? You know, yeah, those are the questions will get you in trouble. Um, but you need to ask them because what you'll probably find is, <clears throat> I think one of your previous podcasts, you talked about this, the idea that a sensei may know two or three katas really really well and that's probably what most of them did know yeah not the kata as in i'm going to do this before performance but actually what it meant at different levels with different you know if you use the the, the notion of each move is sort of a template well is it a gay number i or is that a, an arm bar or is it x y or z there's you know 75 different meanings maybe to what a gay number i could mean so when you talk about senseis knowing a kata, okay, it's that. And then just being able to perform a kata and pass it on to somebody who maybe will see, oh, I really like this kata. It really appeals to me. I can use this. You know, I'm thinking like, for example, the katas chinto and sein chin. I mean, chinto, chitoru version, you have a jump and um, you end up on the ground and all of this sort of stuff. That might really suit some people, right? But for me... Saiyan where there's no kicking at all, it's great because it's all about, to me, it's all about, you know, tackling or close, getting close to the person. So, so I think when you start asking those questions, 
again, asking the, the claims to, to, to find the claims, you, you get yourself in hot water. And I'm not sure, and you guys have been in karate long enough or the Buddha world long enough that you know it's a multi-billion dollar industry with essentially no checks and balances. Yeah. You know, none, which is somewhat frightening. Unless you go the Ruko route, which is fine. That's fine. You can go that route. Um, but essentially, uh, Ruko route, unless you want to be a competitor and then you want to retire into coaching, you could argue that there's very little else you can do via that route. So that's kind of a, a very brief version, a long version, with some of my ideas about how I ended up here. But yeah, I tried to train with all the top teachers or top students of Chitose Sensei. He was the founder of Chitoru. Yeah. And so I was lucky enough to train with, train with them and see their interpretation. Um, and then the whole, you know, whole notion of how, for example, Japan looks at sports and Budo and even karate, which is down the pecking order perhaps in Budo here versus how I, i've been raised in, to learn karate in the west so yeah, yeah there you go sorry that was a bit long wasn't it? so when, when you went to japan what was the, the major difference in the way the japanese trained and taught compared to what you were used to from canada okay so in canada in retrospect i a lot of this time not a lot about a third of the class would have been spent on warm-ups getting fit for lack mm -hmm. of a better doing lots of push-ups, lots of sit-ups. When we came to, when I came to Japan, it, that was maybe about five, ten minutes. Yeah. And you did, you started in Seiza. Every class started in Seiza, uh, which is the kneeling position. Mm -hmm. You did a couple of warm-ups. You didn't do like a hundred push-ups. And then you jumped right into whatever the, the specifics for the night is. And I was used to doing like, you do three or four katas in a, in a say an average training session. It was about the same, an hour and a half, two hours. Um, you know, you do three or four katas, and then you do a bit of kumite. But here, the dojo I was at was very, quite a strong dojo in terms of the competition aspect. Um, it was conceivable you'd spend an hour, the whole hour, working on one kata. And you would do that for months. And the I mean, to the level that the minutiae of the kata was really being emphasized. So that was quite different. Yeah. Um, the idea, and I suppose it depends on which. Yeah, no, I was going to say the idea that, that the kumite was different. It was, it was the emphasis was on speed rather than power, but that's not really a fair either. Too, um, I think it would probably be around the notion of kata and the centrality of kata, um, but not with very little bunkai. Sorry, Susie. Yeah, was it the um. Was it? Yeah, I was. Good, I was literally going to say that. Was it the bunkai associated no. with the kasa, or just the performing of the kasa? My experience, and again, maybe other people have had different experiences. My experience course, was yes. just it was just the performance of the kata. I mean, your yeah. kata looks absolutely gorgeous, and you know, in in our ruha, of course, we have chitoru, so we have our set katas. We've never had looked at katas when I was in Canada. We never really looked at katas from other styles. But in the dojo here, because we were competing in the JKF and the JKA, I think my first night I learned Saiyan Chin, and then we were, we'd learned, say, Pai, and then we did Shotokan, Goju, Shihosho, and all these. It was really wonderful to learn all these katas. It was fantastic. You know, the, the body positioning and, and the, the aesthetics. Yeah. And at that time, the whole purpose of you were training to win a tournament, which was fine. I didn't realize that at the time, but that was sort of the, the purpose. Um, does that make sense? 
very close. I mean, they're 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 much like a families and getting together for. Uh, it's it's like it's an extended family, and the commitment that you make to your sensei is way beyond. Like one of the things, for example, you'll hear in the West is it's much easier to get a black belt in Japan than it is elsewhere, and I would probably agree with that to an extent. Um, but the other thing you don't realize is the commitment you make to that sensei. To the teacher. I mean, if you're out, it's up to you to bring him the beer or, or him the food or, yeah. So it's, it's quite a, it's completely different relationship. Yeah, completely different relationship. Uh, but, but again, it's Asia. It's a, it's a it's a it's a different culture. So yeah, the yeah. dojo I was at. So to answer your question, the dojo I was at was highly. It was a big competition dojo, very very strong across the kumite and the the. Uh, the, the kata and yeah so it was interesting to see us learn other kata and the sensei would stay there whereas if in japan in canada if we'd gone to learn a kata we'd have had to gone outside the dojo or it was just again that was my experience in canada so slightly yeah. different Speaking of, what, you say you learn shokai kata have you this is just me but compared to <laughs> other styles compared to other styles i find the shokai kata so easy to learn did you did you find that as well because I think everything's so so stripped I'm down so and based compared to other. Like the, I, I know the, the Chitaru Kata that I've seen look far more complex. Than... Yeah, well, don't they don't follow the lines, right? They don't follow the same embassy, the lines. Right. You know, my ex- limited experience of Shotokan is what you do on the left, and then you repeat on what you do on the right. Yeah. So like Uechiru, Chitoru, some of the versions of Gojuru, they they. They're quite different on the left and the right. They can be totally different. I don't know if there are any. I mean, kata's kata, really. And if you if you if you're really looking into the heart of the soul of karate, then yeah. I mean, for me, the the long I forget what you call it, where you're sitting on your back leg and the leg is out in front in in, in shotokan. I forget that stance. You go you go go do shiho show. You come back. You know, you come back yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. It's almost like reverse what we call reverse like, I don't know actually the, the practical application of that is. I'm sure there probably is one. I just don't know it. Um, but, God, it looks really nice in its competition. Yeah, you, yeah. You, it's, it's, competition is like, whoa, okay. You know. It's, it's one it, of those stances, I think, that was introduced for that reason, I think. Just yeah. For me, the way I see it is just having the weight on your back leg. I think it's a Nekawashidachi. Yeah, which is I, a, yeah, exactly. I it's essentially it's what it is. Nekawashidachi. Yeah, because then it makes then I can say, oh, okay, maybe you're doing this and this, you know, Goju Shio Shou is my favorite couples. Yeah, okay, you're back there at that front leg, mm, okay. But if you bring it into Nekoashi, okay, then you've got a whole different framework you can start working from. Yeah, but it's aesthetically, I think, oh, Shotokan katas are hard to beat, aren't they? They're beautiful. Oh yeah, for sure, I would say so. Yeah, and they're designed to be beautiful. They're designed to train the body. I mean, that was the, the flying. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe we we'll get into that. I know we've talked about this a little bit in the past, this idea that what you guys would call modern karate, I would actually, not modern karate. Modern karate for me starts in 1904 when it came out from behind the veil in Okinawa. It was dying, let's be honest. Yeah. The, there's always been, oh, sports karate is taken away. No, if sports karate didn't exist, karate would be dead. We wouldn't even know it existed. Oh, yeah, for it, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So 1904, I would say anything from 1904 pretty much up until now, there's a break in there. I'd say that's modern karate. And then with the publication of the Bubishi, and I would use that for the West, 
um, because I, I think the implications of what's happened with that publication, so late 80s, you're into a postmodern karate where people are starting to ask these awkward questions. What does the kata mean? What, where's the relationship with these, you know, rapid fire Kazamazuki's coming in and I'm doing a big long stance or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm up like a karate kid on the rock somewhere. And I'm not realizing that, okay, well, the template's completely different. What you're actually doing is completely different. And then you've got people like Joe Swift and uh, Andreas Quanz, I think is how he's pronounced it. Like yeah. That, who are really looking at karate before it became, and what they're finding is quite interesting. Yeah. And Andreas Quanz has got some great stuff. Oh, it's brilliant stuff. I got actually a couple of his books right here. Um, but his stuff, yeah, I mean, Andreas is, is changing. Again, himself, Joe, Pat McCarthy, of course are changing the face of what we were told in the West. Uh, and I don't like to say that, but I, I do think we were told certain things that need to be asked questions. It may not fit us. So anyway, can I answer your question, Susie? Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. I have no idea. Oh, no. I can't remember what I asked you now. That's fine. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've answered it and plenty more. <laughs> I think it was Greg's last question, actually, wasn't it? We were talking about Kata. Kata, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. what kata does. It sends you off. In... Well, it does because fundamentally, kata will change. The, the sh Here's the great, great, great ironies. For example, you always hear as as an outsider coming into karate that don't change the kata. Mm. Every kata changed in 1904. Afterwards, yeah. every single kata. So all these people who we say a a don't cross frame with other styles, they all did. Yeah. Uh, don't change the kata, they all change them. Um, don't go to different senseis for different specialities, they all did. So this idea of ryuha and all, it's pretty much economic. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know this. What, ryuha? Uh, sorry. Ryuha, sorry, no, my, my fault. Ryuha is what you call the the individual schools. So Shotokan is a ryuha, it's a, it's a system of learning. And then Chitoru is another Ryuha. And then you have Ryuha within the, the, the old martial arts. They call them Koryu. So you have, yeah. it's actually a Japanese term. Yes. So, sorry, that's my fault. Yeah, so Gojuru is a Ryuha. Yeah, sorry. This is, this is oh. why you've got me, because asking the basic questions. <laughs> no, that's, that's my ignorance. I should know better. Talking of changing kata, though, you can even see in, in Funakoshi's books the changes in each edition. I mean, his, his first book is drastically different to his final book in terms of stance, depth, and, and things like that. Even the names, obviously, he changed to make it more appealing to Japanese. But again, and again, why was it Funakoshi they brought out of Okinawa and not Motobuchoki? Well, <laughs> yeah. Probably the answer is, is because... So if you look at the granddaddy of it all, and again, we're talking modern karate, 1904, more, more, yeah. it's Jigoro Kano yeah. is driving this. And Jigoro Kano is driving it because he believes that the martial arts of Japan, the Budo, as they would become known later, um, help this new Japan. It's, new, it's Japan's contribution to the world. That's what, he, that's what Kano says. It's what we're going to give this world. Hey, look at us. We've just gone through the major restoration. We've got a X, Y, and Z going on. And Kano's a brilliant man. He's, a, he's an educator. I mean, he's involved. We talked a little bit earlier about international. He's the one. He starts bringing Chinese students into Japan and sets them up at university. Kano looks to somebody who's similar to himself in Okinawa, 
And he picks on Funakoshi because Funakoshi is educated. Yeah. He comes from the right cast, and it is a cast, even though it's not called that. That's who they bring up. It's an articulate man who, who can teach. Um, was he the best fighter? What do you mean by fighting? You mean standing in a ring scoring points? I don't know. Wasn't there. Was he could he self-defend? Yeah, I think so. I think he could defend himself, yeah. I think so. Um but he was he was class. Yeah. And I use that double to double. He had class and he was class. Chalky had lots of class too. Um I'm not sure he would have been able to teach as effectively as Funakoshi son or Sensei, however you want to call it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, di- didn't he go over and start teaching because Funakoshi was over there and he disagreed with a lot of the stuff he was teaching? Yeah, that, I, that, again, I, that's I, one of the things I've read. Right, that they didn't like each other? I don't yeah. know. True, again, I don't know enough. I haven't really researched them enough. Um, I don't know how true that rumor is and how much it was people afterwards uh, shaking up the can about these guys and trying to yeah. make money off them. They're, they're drastically different. Their katas are drastically different. I mean, Choki really focuses on Naihanji, and of course, you know, Funakoshi yeah. had whatever. I mean, nine solid. I think it was at nine solid katas, and then he had he's like twenty something now. Yeah, well, I think I think yeah, it was. I think he went nine to fifteen, and then to twenty six. Yeah, and then yeah. she was the same, right? I mean, they've got lots of kata too. Um, I think that came that that comes from Funakoshi and Mabuni, though. I think. I think Taking, so because I think a lot of our kata come from Shitoryu. Yeah. Well, there's 102. I seen the list the other day. The Wukwa has 102 legitimate kathas now. Yeah. Okay, but he, you can learn 102 kathas and you still have no clue what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I wanted to figure out. That's what brought me back. That's what brought me to India. That's what brought me to China to figure out these things and to look at different places because the templates, the human body is the template. The kata is just merely a way of you remembering, oh, okay, this Jodan block means this for me. And so I think that's why you don't change necessarily can change the template because you're messing it up for future generations. So don't change the template. But the three of us may see the same template and see three completely different things. Yeah. That's kata really becomes interesting. And it's going to change. It's going to become dynamic and evolved. And then responsibility really comes back to you, doesn't it? You know, okay, as a, as a yondan, you know, so I've taken four steps, essentially what yondan means. I, I've taken four steps, big steps. I should really have a quite a sophisticated understanding of this template. Yeah. And it's, as an EQ person, you know, okay, I'm still, I'm, I'm just about ready completing that first step. So I've got a good basic understanding of the kata, um, maybe a nice introduction to kumi or the, the bunkai, but it's still, it's still at that, development le- level but then you know you can, between shodan and nidan you should double up your dan goes all you know it was up and up two times too many times i think i see people they just repeat the kata or they're really really good at kumite but okay that's great but you know you're walking out of aldi at four o'clock in the afternoon and somebody cracks you in the back of the head you can't turn around and go, ah was already <laughs> you know like <laughs> that's not gonna work but i do fundamentally believe that that's what kata was designed it was designed to help you remember uh, what you had learned, and then, of course, to carry that template forward. Yeah. So you you talk you wanted to talk about like 
Chitoru has a kata called uh, Seisan, and the open and uh, Hakutsura does Hakutsura Seisan, but anyway, we do Seisan, uh, and the opening of it is, is, is block, punch, block, punch three times. Yeah, in a straight line. Similar to, similar to our Hangetsu. Hangetsu. Yeah. yeah, we literally yeah. just talked about this, didn't we? Right. Yeah. You know, as a show, uh, an EQ or a showdown level, yeah, okay, you learn block and punch. Maybe you do it from three different angles, and that helps explain the three different steps. But what about all of a sudden, if you learned of something in Okinawa that didn't make it to Japan called tuite, which is digging into the cavities of the body? We can yeah. again, we talk a little bit. And so that, that block is actually you're digging into the, say, under the armpit, and you're twisting it and pulling it back and as you twist and pull it back his head will come down and your punch comes by the side and hits him on the either the clavicle or on the the nerves along the side of the the, the shoulder or you hit the the blood vessels going up the behind the ears and all of a sudden you're into a completely different looking kata but that's then all of a sudden i think becoming a, a decent human being that's when it makes starts to make sense because if you start doing really unattractive things to human beings you definitely again i think at our age or my age not you're you're much more younger than i am um you have there has to become a moral aspect to it so who are you going to teach we're yeah. talking right do you, do you teach mm-hmm. that to who walks into your dojo i hope not i sincerely hope all you're teaching is block and punch until you know that person yeah unless you, unless you're saying this is what i'm teaching you i'm going yeah. to teach you you know you're coming to my dojo you know self-defense god forbid but anyway you know, you're going to come to me for a weekend of self-defense. Okay, A, I can't do it in a weekend. What I'm doing is giving you a Band-Aid solution for a worst-case scenario. And I can show you this. Um, but that's not studying martial arts. And I better get off my soapbox because I'm not letting you talk. So that's no, not very... I, 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 th- I think <laughs> the, the self-defense thing is something that is finally... I say finally, but it's finally being realized its full potential now i think and people mm. are starting to realize that self-defense and martial arts are completely different mm. and that you know just because you're learning bunkai doesn't mean you're learning self-defense i think there's a whole host of things people need to learn well and, and a good i would argue also and not argue agree that i think the difference between a self-defense person and persons genuinely um studied is that the person who's genuinely studied has options. Yeah. Self, the, the, old, the old yin yang, the, the tiger and the dragon. Most people actually don't even know what that means. So the, tri, the dragon, I'm going to talk to tiger first, actually. The tiger only knows one approach go in and attack, destroy. Mm-hmm. The dragon always has options. And I would say that's the difference. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Right? I mean, if, you, if you're teaching yeah. self defense, yeah, it's a terrible situation you're in. Here's a couple of things that may hopefully work, get you out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the process of doing that, you might really, really hurt somebody. And hopefully you don't, because then you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, and regardless of how dangerous, you're still going to have to deal with that. Whereas I would hope that somebody who's really studied Budo A doesn't put themselves in that situation. But if they are in that situation, they can get to a certain point where, and of course, this is aspirational, it's not real, but yeah. they can, I know I can do this right now, but you know what? You're a kid. And you're just kicking off. You've had a few too many pints. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time. You happen tonight to pick on the wrong person. Um, I'm just going to slap you around a little bit. And you're going to be okay in the morning time. Um, as opposed to, yeah, I stuck my finger in your eye. And all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're, you're one eye down. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I, 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 to me, to me, that's the difference. And I believe fundamentally believe original tradition, what I call traditional karate, mm-hmm. um, not modern karate. So before that, traditional karate, that's what it addressed. And I mean, it was self-defense protective king as well. Let's not forget that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's kind of two roles to it. There's the protective king, which was you guys like Matsumura, etc. Mm-hmm. And then there was the, and it was an elitist thing. It wasn't available to the average Joe. The average Joe was too busy trying to make a living. Like, think of things historically, folks, you know. So, yeah, they're trying to make a joke. So it was for the elite troops, troops, small group. And they might have passed it on to one or two if you had the right connections, where it was a self-defense thing. But I think primarily it was about defending the king and protecting the king. Their SIS or whatever the British equivalent would be, uh, MI5, MI6, I assume. Yeah. Definitely not the guys with the big hats, you know, <laughs> cup of tea or something. Um, I don't know. Don't mess with those guys, though. Oh, I know. They, they, will, they, will, those guys. they will shove Absolutely. their musket in your face, whatever yeah. it is they carry. How do you know that, Greg? I've, I mean, I've never messed with them. Have you not seen the videos, though, of people doing that, and then they all of a sudden they... they they're, they're soldiers. Off. Yeah. No, I've not, I've not seen that. I've seen adorable ones with small children saluting no, no. them and, uh, and then coming back out and um, saluting their little kids. It's quite cute. Yeah, yeah and that's... I've not seen the other thing. But of course, you and I know because some of those guys have seen the worst of humanity because they've been on active, and they did come back, and then they have to go into this other role. And yeah, they look cute in a picture, but I agree with you, Greg. Don't mess around with anybody. Yeah, they they're soldiers. Don't. And hey, why would you want to do that anyway? I mean, they're they're doing their job. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's their job. Yeah. Anyway, but I think that's a great example because I think yeah, that's kind of the guys you were dealing with. Were the guys who were out front protecting the, the the king who was sitting behind them, and that's all of a sudden starts to explain why so many of the katas move forward. Very few katas begin by moving backwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. it also explains why most of the katas, if you think about ninety percent of your katas, no, that's a, that's seventy five percent of your katas are open handed. Yet, yeah, we spoke about this. Yeah, it's all closed hand, right? Yeah. But it's, you look at the katas. Very few katas where the hands are actually closed. In fact, I don't think there's any kata where it's closed the whole time. No, you're probably you know? right, actually, yeah. There's none, right? Apart, apart, from, apart from maybe, like, the, the Funakoshi introduced the, the Taikoku Taikok, series, oh, maybe. right. But they're for but, kids anyway, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't yeah. know them. Yeah. But very few katas are closed fist. I mean, there's parts of where the fist is closed, but is that as a punch or is that as a twist? Is that a choke? I mean, it, there's a lot more to a fist than just... Um, a punch yeah, oh yeah for sure and the face is a very hard thing to punch too no matter how much you hit a makiwara yeah well i mean i, I do find when I, if i'm drilling bunkai a lot of the time i will open my hand just because of oh. the position and you know in the mess of a scrap if you crack your knuckles on the top of somebody's head you're you're in big trouble well yeah. they cut they cut your oh, the teeth. Yeah, teeth. yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. I and mean, that's something that um I think Ian Abernethy said a couple of times, certainly on the seminar that I went to, which is to um use palm you, you yeah, know, palm, palm yeah, heel yeah. quite a lot more than the fist is you know, if if you want to, because you can do a lot of damage, you can really get to somebody. And if what you want to do is hurt them, shock them and get them away from you, you can do an awful lot of damage with that. And if that's all you can remember, that's great. Yeah. You know, well, because yeah, you can really hurt your hand on somebody. Well, and the nice part, if you're using the, the palm as a, as, a, as a defense, like, say, to the chin, even if you miss, you're going to hit them with the elbow anyway. Yeah. You know, so, and you can always come back and hit them with the ends. So, 
I'm getting kind of nasty now. I don't like that. But yeah, I mean that's that's part of what I think that's part of the thing people don't understand. Like traditional karate, there were no rules. That's what makes it frightening to me. And that's why you really need to check your ego at the dojo. Because if you go, somebody's going to you know, teach you, okay, this is what you do to a human being, which is not very nice. Um, yeah, I think you need to have a moral development in there. But I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that necessarily needs to be your sensei. Um, I'm not sure that's the person to learn morality from. I think that's much broader discussion. But we're getting into way different tangent, I suppose, now. But I, I do think that's why the says at the beginning, at the end of class, is about cleaning your spirit. It's not just about preparing. It's, it's yeah, yeah, some not nice things in, in karate. Um, and I definitely wouldn't want to do any of them to anybody. Oh, unless God, I, no, yeah. Right? Winning medals, that's great. I love that. It's nice. Great. You're a champion for a day. Yahoo! I love that. But some of the other stuff. Yeah, of course. That needs to be definitely approached with massive caution. Yeah, anyway, getting serious there for a second. <laughs> yeah, so, in, in Japan, we're, we're talking about all the, the nasty stuff. How, how present is that in Japan? Or is, do, do you have to really hunt for it? Because, I mean, I think... I haven't found it. Okay. Um, now... And what, what, when, I, when I hear you say nasty, I, what I'm hearing is the original, the, uh, not the original, the not the applied kata, not defending against Gyakuzuki or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, just, no. yeah. I'm sure it exists. Um, but uh, you'd have to really dig for it. I'm thinking Hokama Sensei out of who I've trained with in Okinawa. Um, yeah. I'm sure he would know. I'm, not, I'm sure. I know he knows um, the stuff. See, the other thing is you're into is they're not going to the people who know may not A, two things. You, there's just as many fake people here as there are anywhere else, by the way, just so you yeah. know that. Right? You know. Um, and then the other thing is the people who do know may not be willing to teach you. Yeah. So Why? and so you too. Well, there's no need. Well, because they don't want to. They don't want responsibility. How do they know you're not a nut job and you're going to go use this to do bad things? Okay. And it comes back on them, right? As they, as your teacher, it would come back on them that they kind of blew it. Um, but I, I would assume somebody like Ian would be the same. I mean, I, I've never met the chap. Just the way he presents himself on, on video, I'm sure what he's showing you, and I'd love to attend a seminar with him, I'm sure it's only the top of the iceberg and a little bit underneath the waterline i'm sure he's not going into some of the other stuff just some of the way his 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 entries he uses it's like okay this okay yeah he's obviously thought about this quite a bit yeah, he's, yeah. he looks like he's built like a tank too so i wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him anyway <laughs> <laughs> you know pa patrick mccarthy would be another one yeah he, he will teach you to a certain point and then i think you'd have to be yeah, you'd have to be, you have to gain our trust. But again, it just leads you to this whole illusion that there's secrets. In there's not actually secrets in karate. If you actually go away and you think about the human body and how it works, and then you take it and you start looking at the karate, and you go, oh, oh, okay. I think, I think today, in the age of like, you know, modern 
combat sports like MMA, mm. you, you go on to the days where you can kind of pretend that you've got this massive secret that's going to do so. Oh, I don't know. I still see those guys out there with the no touch, the no touch knockouts. And all oh all God, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love yeah. that. May the force be with you. Yeah, and exactly. also, I mean, if if I could learn that, then I would have learned it by now. Right, because really you know funny. what I mean. Like, <laughs> if it was real, everyone would do it. Well, and that's why karate is a lifelong pursuit. Yeah, it really is a lifelong pursuit because as as we age, our bodies, you know, I can't kick the way I used to be able to because of injuries, etc. Um, but the katas, okay, I can't do that, but I can do this, and um, and that's why I find it so fascinating about it. And, and and the more you delve into it, I think the more it demands that you reflect. You become a reflexive person, and that you think, okay, all right, it could mean that. Um, do I want to teach that? Mm, maybe not such a good idea. Would I like to do that? No, not necessarily. So I really do think that part becomes part of it too. You know, I think it depends what you want. I suppose you train for what your outcome. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I think you know, people. I would say, by and large, most people go to karate for some kind of self protection goal. Normally, they, I mean, yeah. it might not be there for, at the forefront of what they want, but I would say it's there somewhere. Yeah, but I would agree. Not, not, not enough people kind of really question what they want out of it is. Yeah, um, and it's and, not this one size fits all that people think it is. It's just not. Well, and we've probably been, again, we the three of us have been karate long enough that you've often seen the person who goes to the dojo looking for a new father figure or approval from a father figure too, yeah. and that dominates a lot of dojos. Mm. Sorry, I shouldn't. I take that back. That dominates some people who go to do, some dojo, and that can be quite dangerous if, if, if the person who's teaching is not of a, a right character. Yeah. And there's unfortunately there's loads of stories of that not happening properly, where says they takes advantage of somebody. So it can become, and because there's all this ritual around it, and not asking questions, you know, but it's everywhere. Yeah. Look at the football, some of the scandals that come out of football coaching over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting into quite a dark place, so maybe we need to stop there. But it's what do you really, what do you want? If you, if, if karate, I would argue, if karate is not making your life better and not making the life of the people around you better, do something else with your time. A, you're probably never going to use it, thankfully. We live in a fair, you know, despite what the media would have us believe, most violence is decreasing in most countries. It's going down. So you're probably never going to use it in that way. Yeah. You may use it's it's um, it's personal requirements of personal control, uh, balance. You know, is there any difference between balancing your kata and balancing your life? Actually, balance your life is a little bit more difficult. But yeah. if you've learned that lesson in the dojo, maybe you can apply it to outside. Uh, and that's probably what you're really going to get away from karate. If it gives you build yourself steam, you know, you got some muscle and whatever. That's great. Well, I think, yeah, having clear goals. What what do you want out of your karate? Yeah. If you want to beat somebody up, just buy a hand grenade. It's much easier. <laughs> it is. Okay, yeah. Right? No, I, one, of my, one of my teachers, he, he was a SAS guy. And he, he was, he, somebody asked him one day, and he asked him, what's the best form of self-defense? And he said, hand grenade. Yeah. And we're like, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, just pull out the pin, you throw it, and run away. And I thought, what a brilliant answer. Because somebody was expecting their ruba to be the self <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Kung Fu or it's Taekwondo or it's Chokshin. No, yeah. when you actually think about it, yeah, actually, hand grenades kind of work. 
<laughs> you know? Did you? Did you? Did, I, I'm just remembering this. Do you know Penn and Teller, the uh, the, the magicians? Did you yeah. ever see they did a they did a series called Martial Arts is Bullshit? Did you ever see that? No, it was, I haven't. It was it was one episode, and they basically come to that conclusion: if you want self defense, buy a handgun or something like that. <laughs> it's good. I'll will send it to you. It's, it's a good. Yeah, I'll link I'll link it in the description if I can find yeah. it on YouTube now. But please it's, do. Yeah, it's done. It's done for comedic effect, but the stuff they say is actually really true. And that, and let's be honest. I mean, we talked about this. I mean, let we're twenty first century. We're all living in. We're running around in our pajamas, and some of us have dirty belts, and some of us have clean belts. And the people with the dirty belts are we're supposed to kowtow down. I mean, you can. It gets quite foolish. The whole karate thing, if you take it the wrong way, and there's definitely that potential with any any form of senpai kohai senior junior for abuse. And I mean, it doesn't have to be just age. Any kind of emotional, etc., runs a gamut. Of course, I'm a teacher, so you can hear my teacher part coming up. Yeah, of course, power corrupts absolutely, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, what are you in karate for? Do you enjoy it? Makes me happy. Brilliant. I only like the sports part. Fantastic. Yeah. You know? Oh, I only want to do bunkai. Great. Go for bunkai. Oh, I want to learn the meaning of it. Okay. The guy, that guy who exists in a a mountaintop in the, I don't know, backwoods of Wudang province, and he's living a... He doesn't exist. I've looked for him. He doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, the, guy, I, the guy sweeping the leaves from his porch, and then the, the pupil comes along, and then... Yes, and he waits wait three years, right? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't exist. I'm, 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 still wait, I'm still waiting to go and pick up my Chinese food and then be invited into the back by some old Chinese <laughs> master and, and talk. Some secrets, okay. It's not happened yet. I'm hoping it will. Yeah, it's probably not. Might you happen know, less in Somerset, Greg. <laughs> yeah, but that's the perfect place to hide out. That is. No, no one would is know. that right? The yeah. guy who, who makes the swords but hasn't made them in years because they're so good at killing people exactly. until the right student walks in. And until says, I ah, walk through the door. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he has I've got an issue with a dude in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's it. And the, I mean, and the, and I can say, I think I can say this because we're, we're marrying into the culture. But he must be Asian if you really want to get authentic martial arts. He must be Asian, and I'm saying he and, and must be Asian. I don't think that's actually true. I think there's wonderful people in the West, in the South, in the North. God, yeah, yeah. You know, let's be honest. It's not. It, well, it is complex at one level, but you know, hurting people. Not that difficult. That's why I respect being a surgeon. Absolutely, and that actually, that thing's one of my good friends is Dr. Smith. He's a he's a surgeon canon. He's he's one of the high chaps in in, in Chitoru. And I remember years ago, so his his hands are like give children sight. Okay, he's he's that good. He's amazed. You can look at him. He works at sick kids in Canada. Um, and I remember going to the Hombu Dojo, and here's this man. I mean, doctor, like his life. Is awesome, right? And they were making him punch a makiwara. I was like, please don't do that. <laughs> like, I know, I know in your context and in this context and this particular place, I can do it. I got paws for hands. I really don't have hands. Um, he doesn't. There's no purpose to making this man's hands callous and mm. stiff with potential damage. Because he damages his hand, and all of a sudden the child's not going to have an operation that she or he desperately needs. Yeah. So, the, I mean, there's the example. I, I would say somebody who can he cure a human being, 
And of course, we know from the Bubishi in the old days, they're actually connected. So in the Bubishi, the, there is medicine. Yeah. In, so that the idea was, yeah, so, oh, okay, here's a whole other stuff, Mark. So in Japan, um, shiatsu, like massage stuff. Mm-hmm. But the corner in Japan, the corner on that massage, proper massage areas, is held by the judo people. Because traditionally, they were the ones who learned how the muscles worked. And so if you want to really, you go to the people who train judo and they will fix you up. That's really cheap. And so in the old time, in older times, a lot of the times, if you did, you broke an arm or you broke a leg, you just located a shoulder, you would actually go to the local, you know, budo teacher in Japan or Okinawa, I assume it's the same. And they would be the one who'd fix you up. Whereas that's been lost. Yeah. Now it's all about winning a medal that's that's not fair for some folks it's it's been lost i think for some other people they're still genuinely trying to experience that so that's whenever i think of the ultimate karate i often think of dr smith because you know guy's brilliant he makes people's lives better and please don't make him hit a makiwara you know please don't want to make him hit a makiwara because his hands are just so valuable uh, I think the the maki, makiwara is an interesting one for me. I think it's it's one of those pieces of equipment that's I don't think should still be around. I mean, I can I can I can see I can see the the kind of conditioning aspect to it, but when you compare it to you know modern impact equipment, it, it just doesn't hold up to me. I think there's just one of those things where tradition has overtaken you know practicality for me. I mean, I don't know what's your opinion. Do you, do you find it useful? I have I have one in my garden and I use yeah. it. Uh, I like it, um, but I don't have access to gyms, mm. so I can go out in my backyard and I can hit a makiwara. I can use chishi, and my neighbors don't think I'm weird. If you guys do it, you're probably going to get locked up, um, <laughs> you know, because the cultures are different. But yeah, yeah. I like makiwara, but I can absolutely see what you're saying. Yeah. But for me, yeah, I like it. Does it serve any real purpose? I don't know. You know, but I like yes. And the thing of Makiwara, you know, the old bad Jean Claude Van Damme movies, it won't hit you back. Yeah, I know that. Thanks very much. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I like some of the old the old training stuff. Um, but I can, yeah. If you don't train Makiwara, I don't. It's like the guys who break the, the the baseball bats with their toe or something. Yeah, that's brilliant. But what happens if you're wearing shoes? Ah, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> Let me take your shoes off, will you? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't. Oh, I got a hold of me sock. Hang on. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I can see. Uh, I don't think it necessarily makes you great, bad, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've got one, but I, I rarely use it just because. Yeah. 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 For me, for me, I, I, I see more value in in bags and stuff. But yeah, like I said, if you haven't okay. got one, then yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the wife hasn't let me buy one yet, so let's see. The bag, I mean, <laughs> the bag. So we'll see. But yeah, I can see I can see different different things. Yeah, but the chichi are misunderstood, right? I mean, chichi were to make your stand stronger. No, they weren't. They were made for twisting konsetsu. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. they were used for. That, I, I do like I do like a lot of the old um, strength equipment because it is fun- it's functional. Right. It's not about kind of getting strong. It's about strength for the purpose of right the karate that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And again, self defense. Not necessarily. If you're not if you're not doing weightlift, if you're going to go and in K1 or some of the professional fighting things, if you're not doing weight training, you're stupid. Mm. You know, yeah, you're stupid because those are 
big, big, big men and women in there, and they're lifting weights, and they're really, really strong. Yeah. And <laughs> if you just go in off the street, enjoy yourself. It'll be the yeah. first 20 seconds of your, you know, your conscious existence. Yeah, good luck with that. All right. But, but that's what they train to do. Yeah. The average schmo, no. We just happy shop on Aldi or wherever it happens to be. So that's twice I've said free stuff for Aldi. You should be getting some. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll see if we can get sponsorship from Aldi. <laughs> some, some support. <laughs> There's one down the road. I'll, I'll nip in after this and just. Yeah, see if you can oh, get some yeah, babies. See if I can speak to the manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, so yes, that's my, my take. I, I think they're useful to each their own. I think we get yeah. too. We get too caught up in karate and finding the ultimate, as you said, as both of you said, it's ultimate secret. In the secret is train hard and think critically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think, yeah, crit critical thinking, that's that's one thing enough people don't do mm. in karate, I think. Yeah. Like, I you know, Susie, you love, you love doing the kumi take, right? I've learned to love it, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, for you, you know, take the gloves off and stick your finger in somebody's eye. Probably more. Oh, she's, did that. Cut Greg's yeah. eye. It's just dripping blood down his face because I cut his eyeball. Right. Which is, <laughs> but then you go back to Goju Shiho Show, and all of a sudden, you know, these movements where the hands are open like this and yeah. this and this. Yeah. Oh wait. That's literally. That is literally what happened. We were doing um, a techie showdown drill, weren't we? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we were literally finishing it, and as I stepped away, my hand came across like that. And my nails aren't even they're painted, but they're not long at all. And just literally the corner of them caught his eyeball. It was all it was. It just literally glanced across like that and just done. And he was completely incapacitated. So of, of everything that I've ever done, that, that was totally stopped you, didn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. could yeah. You couldn't it do works. anything just for a minute, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean, there's... there's <laughs> Like I said to you afterwards, people have different weapons, and that's a weapon that women tend to have more than men. You know, and you should learn how to use them if you're, if one of your objectives is how to look after yourself. And you should learn what weapons you have as, as an individual, not as your gender particularly, but as, as you as an individual, if you've got weapons, you should learn how to use them. And learn what won't work for you, you know, because like you've just said, and like we've talked about before, I can't do what a guy does. You have to use what strengths you've got as an individual, don't you? If you're smaller, you can be faster. If you're bigger, you, you have more strength. So you have to learn to play to your own advantage. Yeah. You know? So do you find that's, I don't know, do you find that that kind of thing is taught so much in Japan, that kind of work it out for yourself, that kind of find your own strengths and weaknesses, or do you find they're a little bit more prescriptive about this is how it's done and it must be done this way? Yeah, I would, I would tend, to, I would tend to lean towards the prescriptive piece. Um, yeah. The, I've got myself in trouble for asking too many questions, and I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just trying to figure something out, and um, I said, "Well, what if I do this?" And well, don't worry about that. Don't do it that way. Something else, um, and so that's got me. Uh, but again, that, that's my experience. Maybe somebody else has different, but traveling, seeing different dojos, different ryuha, it tends to be quite prescribed. Quite pres so the, the notion kata is a huge concept in Japanese consciousness. So kata just means shape. Mm -hmm. But everything has kata. I mean, if you're a businessman, there's kata. There's a way to do things. There's a way to fill out certain forms. And you, if you don't fill out the forms in the right 
order. You have to go back and start all over again. So this notion of kata pervades Japanese society. And again, I'm making massive generalizations here. But if you come to Japan, you'll see it. And as, an, as, a, as a person who studied Budo, you'll start Japan all of a sudden. You don't go through the frustrations that a lot of folks do. And, what do you mean I didn't fill in line four between line five? I'll just do it now. No. You gotta go to line four, then you gotta go to line five, then you go to the human resources department, and you get the stamp from them, and then so everything has a kata. So kata is not just a martial arts thing; it's 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 actually a concept that is pervades Japan, as does the senpai kohai. And one of the difficult parts is that you don't ask your kohai, you don't ask the senpai a question that runs the risk of them not knowing the answer. And so as a teacher in Japan, one of the things coming from a Western pedagogy, one of the things that I always have to teach my students is, I shouldn't say that, a number of times I have to teach my students is how to ask questions in class. Because that has not been part of their educational culture. And then all of a sudden they land in an international school and they've been told, don't ever ask questions in class. And so it's up to us to, to teach them how to do that, to mm. scaffold lesson so that they do know how to ask a question well you take that and you put that in a cultural context of karate and all of a sudden the frustrations you have are the fact that they may not know they may not know you know so it becomes quite difficult um, so then you, then the hierarchy is extremely important then isn't it oh my gosh it becomes yes. extremely important because you have to um, and I hope I'm not being disrespectful here. So you have to have the aura of absolute authority if you want to stop people asking questions and prevent anyone from finding out that you don't know the answer to everything. Well, Chitose Sensei, who founded Shitoru, was the, 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 I mean, one of the quotes, and it's sort of been quietly pushed to the side, but I think it's a wonderful quote because he's so honest and he's a really interesting character. Um, he said as well, the old masters didn't pass on the katas to us, didn't pass on the meaning of the katas to us. And he learned right in that Itotsu period, right? I mean, right around 1905, uh, when karate entered the, the Japanese uh, and the Okinawan system. So he was starting around that time. Um, roughly, he was starting his karate training around that time. But even that, you know, that far back, just over 100 years ago, this whole idea of what the katas meant was being diluted. And, and that's and, and of course, that makes sense because kata is sort of martial arts hand-to-hand -hand combat had looked so foolish coming out of the boxer rebellion here you had guys who were like oh i practice my qigong and i'm going to have all this kung fu and all of a sudden bullets sadly are ripping them to shreds i mean that spread throughout asia it's something we, that hasn't been talked about in the martial arts but there's, there's no if you look at the history of martial arts coming out of japan you know you have the boxer rebellion it reveals to anybody who taught of any mysticism left in the karate world that yeah Sorry, guys, it was fake. You can your key will not help you stop bullets or tank or um, cannon fire. And then you have Japan's massive success against the Russians in 1904, 1907. That, that's and then and then also the sign of Japanese war. I mean, it's not a it's not a coincidence that that's when Japanese budo starts entering the consciousness of the Japanese mainland and rediscovering because they outlawed kudo or they've been pretty much pushed them to the side outside of kenjitsu the sword they pretty much got rid of all the other ones and it was only after that when the, the Japanese <clears throat> rediscovered the potential to, de to develop a certain mentality militaristic one in this case 
um, that Budo became front and center again. I mean, the whole idea of Bushido, you often see that term. Bushido was actually invented by, was written by, it comes into existence about 1905 to, sorry, 1903 to about 1907. The person really, there's a couple of guys around who used it, but the person who really made it popular wrote the book in English first, and then it was translated back into Japanese. And that's Nitobe. Nitobe wrote the book Bushido, but he wrote it because he spoke perfect English. He wrote it for a Western audience, and then it was translated back into Japanese. And yet you see, you know, any on the internet, you'll always see people talk about Budo and Bushido. Actually, they're modern terms. Mm. You, you read the older stuff, Musashi or Takawa, and you won't see those terms. They don't exist. The Hagakure, which everybody, you know, oh, my gosh, Hagakure is a terrible book. It was written when the samurai were, oh, it's, it's like, what? It's a terrible book. I'm, I'm sorry, I've not heard of it. I beg your pardon. It's, it's basically, if, you're, if your lord leaves you, you should commit seppuku and that, seppuku, sorry, disembowelment. But the Hagakure is written at a time in Japanese history when the samurai class were really searching for identity because they were being financially surpassed by the businessmen. Their role as fighters had long since gone. I mean, that's what samurai means. It doesn't mean to fight. It means to serve. So they're mm. actually bureaucrats. And so right around that, that's <laughs> true. It's right when the time the Hagakure is written is when they're desperately searching for identity. And this guy comes in Saga in southern Japan. He comes up and he writes this book called the Hagakure. And it's this romantic thing. The Tokugawa had made the, the disembowelment ritual illegal. It's illegal. You couldn't do it if you were a samurai. Why? Because they're highly trained bureaucrats. They're very, very expensive. They're the best educated people in the land. You don't want them just killing themselves every five minutes. The 47 Ronin, another great myth. You know, oh, they were, they were upset because... Uh, their their leader Asano, whatever his name was, I can't remember. But then he he had you know he had fought. No, he was an idiot. He was an idiot. He drew a sword when he knew he shouldn't draw his sword. And the reason they rebelled was because the, the guys who had led to him having to kill himself and be executed also started imposing values or economic stipends or impacts, I should say, on the 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 Ronin, his Ronin. And they were rebelling, not because of duty to him. They thought he was a bit of an, an idiot because he literally left them penniless and he was selfish. Um, they were rebelling against the people who were holding them back economically because they wanted to set up stalls and, and businesses in, in Tokyo because they'd lost their land. And that's what, that's what the 47 Ronin, the image that most people talk about the 47 Ronin is this romantic image that's made for the uh, Kabuki. It's got nothing to do with the historical reality. Sorry, there we go. I'll get off my chair now. But anyway, <laughs> but the, 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 so these are things that really have, But if you ask the average Japanese person, they probably don't know that either. You know, they would all automatically believe that Bushido is a very old term. It's actually not. Mm. You know, it's a couple of guys using it again, like I said, in the early 1900s. And, you know, Bushi and Samurai are totally different meanings. Even the kanjis, as you probably know, are quite different. Yeah. Um, you know, one means to serve and one means to fighter. And anybody can be a Bushi, but not anybody can be a samurai. It's a caste. So. Yes. Anyway. And they didn't do karate. Let's, let's get that out there. They also didn't do Aikido, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was actually something I did want to just um, come back to. I seem to remember when we first talked that you mentioned that uh, karate is, is quite a sort of poor cousin to the other martial arts in Japan. Yeah. 
I think you touched on that earlier. Is that right? Yeah, no, I'd I'd say, again, that would be my observation. I I think a lot of people would agree with that. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah, sorry. So which are the most popular? So so you've kind of got two. You've got your modern Budo, and then you've got your Koryu Budo, which are the older ones. Um, Jiu-Jitsu. So the Koryu, which are not popular and rapidly dying, those are probably still considered the highest in terms of, you know, if you're doing Jigenryu or one of the Kenjitsu's systems, that could be there. Then you'd probably have Kendo as next. And that's a modern Budo. You'd have Kendo. uh, Judo would be definitely up there. Again, both are facing issues where they're not just attracting... Um, populations anymore and then karate would be down the down from that and i think part of the image is karate has a has a an image problem um yeah not ever not everybody would have it but average japanese person on the street they probably wouldn't know the difference between karate and judo first they both wear white geese um and these are massive, you know, generalizations. So I suppose I could be wrong, uh, but my experience has been that, yeah, they don't, they wouldn't know the difference. Um, but the person who would know would probably, yeah, I mean, yeah, karate. You can see kendo and and judo are in the national school systems. Right. Karate's not because yeah. karate sort of has a bad rough guys reputation. Um, Mm, karate people could do a little bit better. I think I shared with you when I was at the the university because geez, that's going back to about two thousand and six, two thousand seven. And they could have just come. They could have just come from training. But the kendo guys, the uh, the, the sumo guys, and the uh, judo guys, they all showed up in shirts and ties. This was an international thing. And the karate guys showed up in their sweats and they're sitting there like. And I thought, okay, even if you came, even if you just come from training which you could have you know because i don't know what the dojo times are you could have made an effort to at least present yourself differently so if you i do iaido as well uh, which is japanese sword if you go to an iaido tournament everybody shoes up in a shirt and tie so it's it's that hell i mean there's so yeah i definitely say yeah karate wouldn't have the same sophisticated image that definitely kendo has and uh, judo probably is well judo is still more popular i think a lot there's a word in japanese for like punk it's like chimpira um don't use it by the way unless you know right uh i think there's a definitely an image among some folks that karate ga are pretty much chimpira which is unfortunate it's a massive generalization um but yeah, when, when you've got connections to the to the mafia and everybody knows about it, and we won't get into that because I don't want you to get in too much trouble. But yeah, <laughs> um, and everybody knows it, and everybody knows that there's certain organizations and karate systems that are connected to the mafia. You know, so and I'll leave it there. You can dig around on the internet; you'll find yourself. Yeah, I don't know who's listening, so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but people people know that you know that's that's in the mainstream. You won't, yeah. Of course, there's a couple of kendo guys that have been a bit strange and often decapitated people in in history in the past. But it's definitely not. It definitely kendo would be 
it's the sword. It's it's definitely the, considered. And if you see the guys in public and how they conduct themselves, yes. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole, yeah, I don't know if you're going to, that's a whole other discussion. But, I mean, there's a whole issue also of how Japan looked at Okinawa as well. But that's probably, this is probably not the place to talk about that. Um, and so, yeah, that, that probably is part of it too. Hopefully it's changed. I'm not convinced it has them. So, yeah. Okay. Is that something you want to get into now, Greg, or is that something you want to come back to another time? I, I'm, ha I'm happy either way. Yeah. <laughs> do we come back to that another time? We then? can do. Is, <laughs> is there, um, where, where are we at now? What else would you like to ask, Greg? <laughs> I just like listening. <laughs> you just like listening? <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I like learning. The knowledge is good. Um, yeah, but... Please. The only thing I wanted to say is, is, is what is the kind of opinion of, I, I, I say applied, I'm going to say more Western karate because that seems to be where it is now in, in Japan. Is it thought kind of as, kind of, it go, does it go against what they believe? Or, it's interesting. You know? That's a really, it's interesting because there is a movement um, to, to go back and start looking at well, geez, what the heck does that mean? Mm. Um, there's a new, there's a new karate magazine coming out. It's just actually one or two uh, publications now. It's literally called New Karate Mag Magazine, and in that, they're spending quite a bit of their time exploring the question that you and I have been asking. So I'm not sure where it's going to go. Um, there's always been people who, who are quite interested in well, what does the kata mean and if you have the bubishi and you have a quick look at that and the bubishi of course is gojuru um, predominantly gojuru but lots of people have access to it uh, now <clears throat> so this, it's interesting to see people say oh well maybe, maybe there's more to it my heartbreak took place when I said so Okinawa has finally adopted karate as a national treasure and I'm using the term national even though Okinawa is not necessarily considered a nation but let's put that aside for the so karate has now been recognized as a national treasure and they just have set up this one i'll send you i'll send the link you can go in and you can look at the museum and all this it's got all these great things about karate so they designed this new mkai s um MKI, like tournament based system <clears throat> presentation and so i was kind of excited and i was talking to a couple of my mates about this we're kind of excited to see what, what the okinawans would come up with uh, in terms of their, how are they going to interpret their own personal growth, development, self-defense system. And essentially what they just did was, and I think it was a bit of a, a lost opportunity, they essentially just took the Wuko model and put it into Okinawa. Right. So three-point kumite, or whatever, mm. you know, point kumite, kata. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bit of a lost opportunity. And, and then kata and kubido are still sort of separate, but actually they're not, they're together. Um, so that was a bit of a lost opportunity. But to answer your question shortly, I'm always hopeful. I'm always hopeful. But the new gener the younger generation to Japan is not that attracted to its martial arts. And that's they're, they're more interested in baseball and football. Soccer, football for us, is mm. huge. It's huge. Um, that's where the kids are looking. And again, if you understand a social, the historical context... They got senpai kohai their whole lives. Why would they want to spend their recreational time in that system? And it is really, really different 
the Senpai Kohai system is really different than it is in the West. Completely different. At least my experience in the West. It's it's a much more massive commitment. For example, fees monthly fees here are quite low. You know, I think I pay, I pay like three thousand yen, which about what twenty quid maybe for um, monthly training fees. But even if you're not training, and even if the dojo's on holidays, you still go and you pay that. So it's it's yeah, it's 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 very different. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people who who are absolutely wonderful. Um, Yasi Sensei, who just passed away, was one of my uh, teachers, um, and he was just. He was a phenomenal human being, wonderful, kind. And I've had other teachers not so much. They would they've abused that system. So. Yeah. So, and you were saying about the the loyalty. So, um, any sense there of wanting to go train with someone else and think this is not so great? I think I'd like to go over there and try that sensei. No. And you know, I hear he's really good. And come back to you. Best. What what would happen then if you came back to your original sensei and he Lie. knew that you'd been lie was, <laughs> no that's a great question because actually it was it was it was the beginning it was one of the beginning oh okay i really got to rethink things so i had trained with a, a sensei who had been in our ryuha and had left and i trained with him during the summer and i came back and i told my sensei in canada hey i was at so-and-so's dojo and it was wonderful and he goes don't ever say that again you're not to train there and then he goes he leans over and he goes at least officially. Um, but it would be the same here. You just do not cross-pollinate because the idea is not necessarily effectiveness. The idea is preserving the ruha in yeah. its, in its per- perfection. But does that... <laughs> so that's different... So light. But not different senseis. So if you've got Shosokan and Shosokan... Oh, yeah. So if I went to if I went to Greg's dojo or your dojo, for example, you guys are Shotokan, I'm Chitoru, that wouldn't be looked upon well. No. But even more looked upon, even more poorly, would be somebody who used to be in Chitoru and decided to leave. That's like above all. Right. Yeah, that's so a strange I, that's a strange concept, I think, for, for us. But yeah, but you, yeah. you learn to navigate. So it's better yeah. it is better, and this is not just for martial arts, it's better to lie. What we would consider lying, now we're into this whole concept of wa. Okay, so wa is harmony. Japan is a society, and again, these are massive generalizations, but you can read about the wa, where wa trumps everything. How, do you, how do you write wa? Harmony. Oh, I see, harmony. Harmony, right? Um, and so it trumps everything. So if you run the risk of upsetting the harmony it's better to lie your face off i find that extraordinary mm. it's because that 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 plays havoc with your own internal harmony and the harmony of everyone else who knows that you were there and now they're lying too so how can but, that be right but you can't this is great this is a whole other conversation that is because That's not okay, all right. It is okay because you come from the West where the individual mounts. This is not an individualist society, it's a group society. So, and it makes sense if you live in a, in a, a city of 30 million people and you can't have the ability to navigate social spaces and allow yourself to be 
step back, you're going to be in trouble. So Japan, yeah, individualism is definitely, definitely, oh my gosh, it's, it's second to, it's second to social harmony. And that's what why is. Yeah, no, I get, I, I do, I kind of see that, but it seems to me that that's not necessarily just about individualism. That's about being um, honest. But it's honest, about being honest. But honesty, well, who says honesty is the most important value? Maybe it's keeping social harmony is actually far more important than being honest. Because honesty can often just lead to conflict. And who says you're right anyway? I'm, I'm, I'm being for somewhat playing a role here. but No, no, I get, I get that. Yeah, I suppose from my perspective, if you're going to be a student and you want to learn something, like yeah, you're an educator, so you would be interested in your students learning to the best of their ability and developing themselves in a way and, as you said, know an outcome. That outcome is going to change and develop as you do because to assume that it wouldn't would be ridiculous. So, you know, why would you not want to develop a little and, and learn a little? And as a teacher, I, I imagine that you would be quite glad that your students were going, God, look at them go, look at them do their thing. That's wonderful. But what about as a teacher, your, your central commitment was not to your students, but to your society? That's, 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 a, that's a, yeah. a strange concept, yeah. But, but that's what karate was introduced for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You go back and you read the original. That's why karate was brought into the school systems in Okinawa was to get ready people ready to become Japanese. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and this is the whole. Okay, yeah. Penny drops. Right. Got it. Yeah. Right? See, and then there's another concept called tate mai, which is tate is front and mai is fr like your front your front face, and then there's your honne, which is your true feelings. And to preserve wa, tate mai always, always should be up front. So you keep your true feelings hidden. Right. So you preserve social harmony. So that's why people will stay at work for hours and hours and hours, even if they have, he could have gone home at five o'clock. If somebody in the office is staying until nine o'clock because they're working, you all stay together. And then you go out drinking afterwards. And that's a whole other issue. <laughs> So it is, it's a diff, it's, 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 you know, you're coming from a pretty much a Western, not even a Western, an Anglo Western Europe perspective, which doesn't necessarily always fit and translate well when you're moving between cultures. But this is my other field and that's, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? But yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. better. No, I, do, I do see that. I do. De well, I don't see that it's better to lie, but I do understand that that thing. If you need everyone to behave in a certain way in order to achieve a certain outcome, you know, in in order to make the society safe, I get that. That makes a lot of sense. But from the perspective of people learning or developing well in an art and developing the art itself, then that doesn't make much sense to me. Well, I mean, for me, it was really difficult because... To me, my sense I trusted implicit. I, I still do trust implicitly, and I respected him. I respect him deeply. Um, so to lie to him was like the worst thing I could possibly do. Yeah, it was. Yes. I mean, it's a terrible thing I had to do, and yet to help him save face, and so I wouldn't cause trouble for him. I wow. had to say I didn't go to that person's dojo. Wow. 
And so other people in my dojo would ask me, oh, yeah, I heard you went to, oh, no, no, no. That, I, really? Oh, I don't know how you heard that. No, it's not true. I only trained at such and such as dojo. So this picture, no, it wasn't me. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't have lots of pictures. <laughs> yeah, I, I've known that with people over here as well. But, I mean, not to that degree. I have, yeah. I have known, you know, I think that's more of an ego thing here, though, it, it sounds like, than there. Nah. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, don't. Yeah, egos are egos are universal. I think I'll leave it yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> I don't think any any culture has that. The corner of the market on that. Yeah, no, you you get everything. It's the same. I mean, people are fundamentally people are people. It's when you add these cultural bits on top that, mm. yeah, you have to learn to navigate them and wear different hats and be respectful. So I mean, you might be being respectful to yourself. But you also want to be respectful to your teacher. Well, maybe which should come first, respect your teacher or your... <laughs> okay. So, yeah, good luck trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. It definitely stretches you as a person, you know. Definitely stretches you as a person. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds like a good point to wrap it up. I don't know, Susie. Like, so there's a lot to think. I... We, need, we need to do more of these, I think. We need, you, need to be, <laughs> you need to be a regular, a regular feature. <laughs> I think. Yeah, but I, this is one person's opinion. I mean, I spent obviously you can tell I spent quite a bit of time trying to delve in and figure out the nuances. And now my yeah, Japanese is great, but uh, I, mean, I can get by. My reading's not particularly well, but my wife is very kind, and my children, of course, are, and they will read stuff for me. But it's it's different. It's different, yet it's the same. You have yeah. the one people here, and you have the wonderful people where we were or where you guys are. And you have the people that are total charlatans here and you have people who are total charlatans there yeah. it goes back i guess is your karate is your is your life what you're spending hours on making your life better and making the life of those around you better so you know you, you can make your life better but you can you know make people around you if you go and you learn karate and you learn to be a really good fighter and then you take it to the street and you become really helpful to the local mugger well okay that doesn't that doesn't require but hey it happens yeah, it happens. I, I mean, I was asked a few years ago, will you come to me because I'm making some collections? A friend of my wife's asked her, oh, can you get your husband to come because I'm going on collections today? And she thought it was really nice that, you know, he was offering me a part time job. And I said, you do realize what he wants me to do. <sighs> you know, um, because she doesn't live in that world. And that's great. She doesn't live in that world. Yeah. Uh, but that world does exist. So, so how much yeah. money did you make from doing that? I didn't do it. <laughs> Partially because I knew if I went back to my dojo, my sense I found no. I mean, I'm, I'm not into that. I just. Oh, you uh, could yeah. be just preserving the harmony and just lying about it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, now we'll yeah. never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, it's, it's just. But the, you, well, you guys have been around long enough. You know that. It's not just karate, it's the world in general, right? Yeah. Uh, so, and if, yeah. Go back to my original point. If it's not making your life better, it's not making the people's lives around you better, don't do it. There's no purpose. It's outdated. Go buy a hand grenade. Walk around with that in your pocket. No, really that's... don't. Really, really don't. Anyone no, I think, I think that, should be the, that, that should be the title The title of, of the episode, Go Buy a Hand Grenade. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. But, I mean, you know, Susie, you hit on this point, and, and, I, I, and I, I didn't – you said, you know, carrying a weapon. The problem when you carry a weapon, and you again, you guys know this, it, it can be taken off you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Against you, right? And so I often see, you know, not often, I will see people, you know, walk around with a blade or walk, 
Yeah, but what if the person here takes it off you? Then you're in more trouble. So that's why I think karate is, is useful for the 0.001% of the chance you may use it once in your life. Um, but you'll use it every day in business transactions and how you treat your spouse, your, the people who are close to you. You use it all the time. Well, you should if you do it right, I think. You know? Yeah. Susie still saying, what about that law thing? <laughs> it is fascinating, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. that one's going to tie my brain up in knots for a little yeah. while when I think about that one, because that's, yeah, um, that's, that's all sorts of levels of, of uh, interest on that for me. Yeah, well, and, but it's in everything. It's in everything. It's in Ikebana, so uh, flower arrangements. It's in, yeah, tea ceremony. That Understanding that concept, though, makes sense to a lot of things that you've that you see in the martial arts though you can yeah you can see why things are the way they are just from under yeah it makes sense and again it hides it at two levels i think at one level it hides the charlatans who really don't know what they're doing mm. and they have been great fighters themselves um, but may not have actually been good at karate or maybe even what they did was like maybe not karate or whatever and then at the other part it also is Cautious to cautious, that's not even English. Anyway, it <laughs> makes, makes us cautious of should I teach this to that person? Do I know them well enough to teach it? Uh, to teach them, and I do, I really do think like we haven't talked about this the whole licenses, you know, the Shihan and the Hanchi and all that. I really do think being a Shihan, that's that needs to be the beginning of you think, okay, should I? teach that and but then it opens up the whole ridiculous mysticism all of that yeah uh it's yeah it's a bit of a mess isn't it unfortunately it is a bit of a mess um i'm not sure i'm hoping you know conversations like this that we'll start to have more growing up like we'll put on our big boy pants and have mm. adult conversations about karate mm. rather than You've just insulted my style, so now I'm going to put 900 tweets about you, and you're just in your. <laughs> okay, that's great. I mean, I'm glad you have that. You know, that's fine. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, uh, it's unfortunate you have that opinion, but you're not really furthering the conversation. It's time to grow up. Mm. Like, it really is time to grow up. You run around in your pajamas, for God's sake. It's you true. know? And then you pay ridiculous amounts of money to degrade yourself so you can get a belt that you can pick up for two quid down at the local store. Yeah. And nobody really knows the difference. Let's be honest. You know what? You're going to be down at the pub in front of you. Hey, lads, look, I'll go, go, go to Shiho show. Look at that. Look at what a master. No, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So you see you looking at the clock, which means it's time for us to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the clock. <laughs> No, but that's cool. Okay, no, that's great. Thank you so much. Are we wrapping it up there? Is that is that? Let's, let, 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 let's wrap it up with with a, 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 one more question. Is the start of the year? So, James, Marshall goals for twenty twenty. Do you have learn, any? Yes, learn to be a better teacher. Okay. Yeah, learn to be better because I'm starting to understand that role now of being a teacher. And just because you're have the knowledge. Doesn't and the dojo doesn't necessarily mean you should or can translate that across. So yeah, that's what the, I may be getting a bit of better shape, but that's a whole other goal. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't help with that, do they? Um, but yeah, I think that would be it. I think that's it. I'm really starting to hopefully push this idea. Okay, folks, let's put on the big boy pants. Let's have adult conversations. Mm -hmm. you know, spit the dummy. 
And that's one of the reasons when I heard your podcast, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there. I thought, oh, these people are actually genuinely interested in some having big boy conversations. Yeah. Uh, you, you are. I mean, you, you know, it's lovely that you hear, Susie, you're coming on as, as a female, and you've said a couple of times, yeah, well, some dojos are not very gender friendly. Well, I agree. Well, I mean, that's not my, I have to say, that's not my personal experience because I haven't, I've only ever been to, well, the one I'm in now, Greg's and Jeff's before, so they're all in a similar sort of line, so they're all going to have a similar sort of tone. And uh, one absolutely yolks ago, and that was, you know, I never had any concept that there was no welcoming me. But you only have to look around at social media and understand that some people are given a pasting as soon as they walk through the door to see if they're hard enough to take it. Um, and other people will say, you know, if you're a girl, you'll take that and more to see if you're hard enough to take on the guys. And I, you know, so you only have to look around at social media to see that that happens. Well, the, the, one of the things that's coming out here is that the new 100 yen coin is going to have a female karateka on the back. And oh, it's, that's cool. It's all over the media here because, oh, my gosh, girls do karate, what a wonderful message. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course, Bushi Matsumura, on the subject of women, Bushi Matsumura's wife. Yeah was very famous martial artist. Yeah, yeah. In fact, one of the reasons they got married was that that was their, they were both really good. Um, so, yes, but, and that's just one example. I think there's there's lots of big boy conversation, or big boy pants, big people's pants. We yeah. need to put I mean, I know. think I've been really lucky. Um, you know, Sounds like I, it. I think I have been, yeah. I don't think, there's only been one or two situations, I think, where anyone's actually <laughs> made a point of, you know, me being a girl. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Actually made it clear, you know, in, in some kind of off comment that kind of bugged me. Other than that, it's just, you know, you're there doing your thing just the same as everybody else in the class. There is no difference. Mm. And that's, to my way of thinking, that is exactly how it should be. No special favours, no special treatment. You're there working hard, as hard as you can. It really should be the same, I think. So for people who, people who do say that and do have issues, send them over here and I'll take them down to the Japan Girls <laughs> Judo Training Tournament and uh, we'll stick them on the mat with those people and see how well they do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have some 54-kilogram young woman throw them all over the place and more. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, just it's, it's, it's kind of a pointless yeah. argument. Yeah, so no, I've been lucky. Okay, cool. So you've had to, was there any other questions, Greg, that you want to ask now? Uh, no, I don't think so. Other than you, you, you'll have to come on again if you're happy to, because <laughs> it's, it's been, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, you, we, we need well, to make it a regular thing. Well, hopefully it gives you guys stuff to think about. And, you know, definitely. That's, you know, and, and to just keep going, because I think you're definitely, you're too, we've only met as our second time face to face, but I think you're mm. genuine interested in what you're doing at, at multiple levels multiple levels um, and that's great it sounds like you know it's part of your life and it's, it's making your lives and the people around you hopefully too happier and better too so yeah keep going yeah. definitely well it's been really lovely having you on James thank yes. you so much for giving up so much of your time it's incredibly awesome. nice of you yeah, you, I'm I'm off tomorrow. I have one more holiday day, so yay! Yay! Okay. <laughs> well, have a really good day. You uh, too. Yeah. Again, if you have any questions about anything I said, you know, drop me a line. Greg, good luck. 
Keep training hard. Thank you. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. And we will uh, we will speak to you soon. All right. Hopefully. Yes. Take care of yourselves. Yes, definitely. Thanks, James. Take That's take fine. care. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Well, that was brilliant, wasn't it, Greg? Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that. It was good. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to think about. I think there was so much to think about that I'm going to hear whole sections of it again in a funny yeah. sort of way. When I when we hear it back, we'll yeah. go, oh, I've forgotten that. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there, a lot to yes. unpick and unpack and think on. Definitely. So, Anytime James wants to come back, is more than welcome. Yes, we'll have fun. Do that yes. again. Yes, yes okay. definitely. Absolutely. Well, that was really good. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for yours brilliant and um and thank you very much to james as well and uh, we look forward to catching you all next time yeah take care